0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. With five seconds, he's going to throw it. Howard leaps. He has it. Touchdown! Carolina back from the dead to tie the game with two seconds to go. Snap back, spot down. The kick is cleanly away. It is good! And Nick it's <laughs> with yes, a 54-yard field goal. And how about them Tar Heels? They do it! Here's Kupak. Give it up to Amos. He's good! He's good! He's (laughs) good! Unbelievable! Unbelievable! (laughs) Unreal! Jordan back to kick. It's blocked again! Picked up! It'll be a touchdown, Carolina, for Bracey Walker! He blocks his second punt and scores his second touchdown of the season. It's 14-13. to Mr. Jordan meets Mr. Walker. Bernard fields it at the 26th. Heading to the far side, Gio at the 35, Gio, he's at the 50, no he's not, yes he is, Gio, he's going to take it for a touchdown, are you kidding me? This is the Heel Tough Blog Podcast on Spreaker.com. Hey guys, and welcome to this edition of the Heel Tough Blog Podcast. It's Anthony Pagnato with you guys as always, and tonight we've got a solo edition of the podcast as we help you break down the 2019 recruiting class that just went into the books for the North Carolina Tar Heels. 24-7 sports finished with the class ranked at 32nd. In the nation, and sixth in the ACC. This comes after the Tar Heels were slated in 91st spot at one point, just after Mac Brown's hire. That was last in the ACC. And remember, for a bulk of Larry Fedora's tenure during the 2019 class. The Tar Heels class was ranked in the mid-60s and was ranked 13th in the ACC. So they had to drop down a little bit, but Mac Brown bought them back and put them inside the top 35 with their class. Now, of course, the 2020 class is off to a flying start, but we're going to leave that off the table for tonight and just focus on the 2019 class as we take a look at the guys that you will be seeing on the field this next season. And, of course, we'll start at the top, and that's four-star quarterback, Sam Howell, the pro-style quarterback out of the state of North Carolina, Indian Trail, North Carolina to be exact, Sun Valley High School. Rated the number three pro-style quarterback, according to 24-7 Sports. Not far off on any of the other major recruiting websites. And for his career, one of the best quarterbacks in the state of North Carolina. Breaking a few of the records held by former Florida quarterback Chris Leak. And a couple of other records that were held by current North Carolina Tar Heels quarterback Chaz Surratt. Finished his career with 59.1% completion percentage for 13,415 yards, 145 passing touchdowns, and just 41 interceptions on the ground. He carried the ball 557 times for 3,621 yards. And 60 touchdowns. A historic career for Sam Howell. And now he is going to come in and battle the incumbents that will be part of the battle for the Tar Heels. That's going to be the two redshirt freshmen, Cade Fortin and Jace Ruder, Both guys saw some action this past year. Fortin saw four games and of course saw the final game of the year, his only career start against the NC State Wolfpack, which was a pretty good showing. Of course, Jace Ruder saw his only action in the game earlier in the year against Georgia Tech before going down with an injury after just two drives and he would not return to that game. Those are the two incumbents that are redshirt freshmen. Meanwhile, the guy that was the starter for the bulk of last year will also be back. Nathan Elliott will be back for his senior year, and then junior Chad Surratt will be back as well, although he may end up receiving a medical redshirt year. For what happened a year ago played in just the Miami game and that was only on and off throughout that game before breaking his wrist and eventually missing the rest of the season now he is slated to come back and be a part of the battle although there have been some rumors that he could end up putting on some weight and moving to linebacker at some point this season we'll keep an eye on that and let you guys know if that development actually comes true over the next few weeks but Sam Howell is going to be in that battle in the spring. He is one of the guys that has enrolled early on campus and we'll jump right into it and is one of the most talented quarterbacks that the Tar Heels have had in a while. Rated the highest quarterback that the Tar Heels have had since the 2009 class when of course they landed Renner, one of the best quarterbacks in school history, so we'll see if Howell is able to have an early impact. On to the next guy, and that's four-star wide receiver Shaffrey Brown out of West Mecklenburg High School in Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, this is one of the guys that's not really talked about as much as some of the other guys in this class, but a guy that has great track speed and should be able to make an early impact in Chapel Hill, if the Tar Heels need him to, he's got the speed that his brother Dayami really doesn't have. But he's also a guy that has had some injury problems. He missed most of his junior season with an injury, and then was on and off the field at times during his senior year. But still had a very successful year and career at West Mecklenburg High School. For his career, he finishes with 103 receptions, 100 or excuse me, 1,000. 80 yards receiving 1880 yards receiving 23 touchdowns for his career also was a guy that was involved in the kick and punt returning games and did return a touchdown this past year for West Mecklenburg as a punt returner or excuse me as a kick returner now brown speed uh gives him a chance to have an impact both as the receiver and as the returner as we told you about and he does have good route running ability and catches just about everything so keep an eye on him when he arrives to campus in the fall to see if he can't make an early impact now we move on to one of the signing day stars, and that's four-star outside linebacker Eugene Sante from Westfield High School in Chantilly, Virginia. This speedy outside linebacker should be able to play just about anywhere the Tar Heels need him on the field, whether that's inside linebacker or outside linebacker. Seems like inside linebacker will be the spot if the Tar Heels go to the 3-4 defense that they are hoping to go to this year under Jay Bateman. And this is a guy that can cover sidelines Line to sideline, which is exactly what Jay Bateman loves, and which is exactly what this defense needs after the last few seasons. He's a guy that really fits Jay Bateman's system, and you add in the fact that he's a phenomenal tackler in open space, and you can see why there's a chance that he could play early, and why there were so many that were excited about the fact that the Tar Heels landed him on signing day. Now, even if he isn't able to get on the field as a starter, he will bring depth to a position that right now is currently lacking and could be lacking just a little bit more with some recent news that could be coming out over the next couple of days. Keep an eye on the Heel Tough blog website to find out the latest on what that breaking story could be. We move to the last official four-star, according to 24-7 Sports, in the 2019 class for the Tar Heels. And that is four-star offensive tackle Tristan Miller from Charlotte Country Day High School in Charlotte, North Carolina. Guy that moved into the top 30 at his position group at offensive tackle. As the year went along and as a guy that started every game in his final two seasons now the thing is his stock differs just about everywhere you go ESPN actually has him ranked as a lower three-star prospect but when I put the film on on this guy he is an absolute mauler and he is a guy that will be a fantastic pass protector despite a bigger body that is comparable to one of the guys that is in the next class in Malik McGowan now he is a little bit smaller than McGowan and he's a lot more more athletic, and this is a guy that rarely gets beat to the inside by pass rushers, which is something that you'll love to see, especially in an air raid offense that is going to throw the ball a lot. Now, he's a guy that saw a lot of reps as a run blocker, so we'll see whether or not he's able to handle the more pass-oriented offense. But one would expect that from what we've seen on tape, he's going to be a guy that should be able to transition without much of a problem. And there's also the fact that Phil Longo has said, even though it is an air raid offense, he still wants to run the ball a lot and actually did it a lot at at Ole Miss so expect him to do the same once again this year at Carolina. Tristan Miller a guy that has the size to play immediately and with his sheer strength and good technique you never know if you could see him out there early with the Heels having a vacant offensive tackle position left behind by William Sweet, who heads to the NFL. Now we move on to another signing day gem that the Tar Heels landed. Actually landed him the day before signing day, and that is Wisdom Asaburo. He comes to Carolina from Covenant Day High School in Matthews, North Carolina, the number 36 defensive tackle in the 2019 class. Now, this is a guy that is athletic, and at 6'8 and 280, he's going to be an interesting prospect. He's going to have to put on some weight, you would believe, although you know, at 280, you would think, well, that's probably big enough, but being 6'8, it is still a slender frame. Now, he may end up moving out to defensive end, which is the position that I think would probably fit him best from what I've seen from him on tape, because he has the speed to beat some off. offensive tackles around the outside. And I feel like he also does have a few pass rushing techniques that he could develop over time. He's a guy that is very, very raw and really relied on his size at the lower high school level to be able to overpower players. So he's going to have to learn some techniques and fundamentals, as Mac Brown said in his breakdown of Osaboro earlier this week. We'll see how quickly he's able to pick up on that. Tim Cross is going to be the guy that's going to be working with him. But he's a guy that reclassified from the 2020 class. So there is expected to be a learning curve. And that was part of what Carolina expected when they landed him. So we'll see just how quickly he's able to pick up on the terminology. And we'll see if he's able to adjust to some of the nuances of the college game over the next few seasons meanwhile you move on three-star wide receiver Emory Simmons from Southview High School in Hope Mills North Carolina now this was a guy that flipped just before the early signing period and of course was committed to Carolina at one point then flipped his commitment to Penn State and ended up flipping it back to Carolina once Mac Brown came back and this is a guy that really loves Carolina and everything that they brought to the table is also an early enrollee so he's a guy that's expecting to come in and try to make an early impact. In his career at the high school level, he finished with 122 receptions for 1,336 yards and 30 touchdowns. He also returned 25 kicks to the tune of a 25.1-yard average and did take one to the house and also had 10 punt returns for 27.3 yards of average and had three punt return touchdowns. He's not being talked about enough in this class, very similar to the other wide receiver that we talked about in Shafri Brown. And he's a guy that may have the best hands in this class, catches just about everything. Now, the one thing that is concerning about him is he does have good speed, but has not been able to create separation from the tape that we've seen. Still, he is able to make catches over the shoulder, something that a lot of wide receivers at this level are not able to do just yet. So the extremely reliable hands can be something that the Tar Heels will value a lot, especially after some struggles late last year with the receivers that they had in place. They have a lot of those guys coming back, but some newcomers like Emery Simmons and the speedy Chaffrey Brown can make a difference in that receiving core and find themselves on the field early on in their young careers we move on to the three star running back josh henderson who is the longest committing pro- committed prospect In this class, along with Giovanni Biggers, the three-star safety. Those two come back-to-back, but we'll focus on Josh Henderson first. For his career, 212 rush attempts, 2,129 yards, 20 touchdowns, 24 receptions for 473 yards, and 6 touchdowns. The stats are not overbearing, but he's a guy, when you throw on the tape, that you can see he's got great acceleration and shiftiness. But the concern will be where does he fit in in the running back rotation. That's one of the reasons why the staff has said they have also thought about playing him on the defensive side of the football. He did play safety this past year for the Hun School up in Princeton, New Jersey, which is where he hails from. And he is a guy that could fit in the system at linebacker, although he, we don't know just how much. Uh, familiarity he does have with Jay Bateman as he has been recruited mostly for the offensive side of the football. Meanwhile, we go to the defensive side of the football to focus on Giovanni Biggers here, the guy that hails from Baltimore, Maryland, and the boys' Latin school there. He finishes his career with 116 total tackles, two tackles for loss, a forced fumble, three interceptions, and a touchdown. Biggers is the type of safety that Bateman loves, and he's a guy that should be able to have the ability to scare some wide receivers from going over the middle. He has great closing speed that allows him to make plays and is both an in-the-box run stopper and a guy that can play pass coverage out of the safety position. His ability to sneak up on people, uh, he has the ability to sneak up on people a bit. And with the depth at safety being thin, watch for him to have a chance to see an early impact this season at Carolina. We move on from there and head to another safety in Don Chapman, the three-star safety from Lincoln High School in San Diego, California. Now, this is a guy that is listed as a safety by every website, but Mac Brown has told us that he will play corner the position that he played his senior year in high school and did a great job playing as well. He finishes his career with 148 total tackles, two forced fumbles, six interceptions, four pass deflections, and an interception return for a touchdown on the defensive side of the ball. Also is a special teams weapon that returned 21 kickoffs in his career to the tune of a 28.9 yard average and three touchdowns. He also had 17 punt returns for 23.3 yards per return. And a touchdown there. Saw some action on the offensive side of the ball. So he does have some reliable hands. And that's one of the reasons why the Carolina will want to use him a corner. The other reason, he is a great man coverage corner. And that was one of the reasons that I thought he might fit in well at safety when they had to put him one-on-one against athletic tight ends and running backs. Instead, they'll use that on the outside to try to take away some of the athletic wide receivers that the Tar Heels will see in the ACC. We move on to the three-star offensive guard Ty Murray from Carrollton, Georgia, out of Carrollton High School. Now, this is a guy that was on the offensive line and has started each of the last three years. This year started as the center at Carrollton and is expected to potentially be the future center under Mac Brown. Mac Brown said he wanted a Jeff Saturday-like center, and right after that, that was when they started going all in on Ty Murray. He came for his official visit the weekend that just about everybody else did on January 12th and committed on January 13th. So this is the guy that really fell in love with Carolina quickly. Now he will be in with the later group of guys as he was a late signee. But the question is, can he prove himself as a pass protector to be able to make an early impact? If he can do that, he's got the athleticism. You constantly see him on film pulling and he's a guy that really is just a mauler in the middle. Off the snap. Against the run. So, whenever he has a chance to help his team in the middle of the defense by pounding one of the defensive tackles into the turf, he seems to do it. Keep an eye on him to potentially make an impact, although there are some rumors that Nick Polino, the starting offensive guard from this past year, could end up moving to center. Also, JJ McCargo does return. So, question as to whether or not Ty Murray will be able to make an impact early. That one will be answered as we get closer and closer to the season. We move on to three-star outside linebacker slash safety, Kadri Jackson from Windermere Prep in Windermere, Florida. Guy that finishes his career with 155 total tackles, 18 tackles for loss, three sacks, two forced fumbles, a fumble recovery, and also played the offensive side of the football where he finished with 33 receptions for 706 yards and 12 touchdowns. He's one of the more flexible players in the 2019 class for the Tar Heels, and it looks like he might be the guy to play that hybrid position, that Jay Bateman loves so much in his defense. He's a guy that has the ability to tackle in the open field and is also a guy that is good in pass coverage from what the film shows. Keep an eye on Jackson to have an immediate special teams impact as well, and that could help him to get himself on the field and a defense, and especially in a safety group that is relatively thin. We move on to three-star wide receiver Welton Spotsville from Havelock High School in Havelock, North Carolina. The Tar Heels dipping into one of their in-state recruiting pipelines for this one. This one was a guy that committed under Larry Fedora and stayed around for Mac Brown and his crew. In his career, 126 receptions, 2,295 yards, 23 touchdowns, and also played the defensive side of the ball as a safety where he had 105 total tackles, six tackles for loss, a forced fumble, six fumble recoveries, eight interceptions, and three pass deflections. With the recent commitments at the position for the Tar Heels, One wonders if Spotsville will be able to find a a niche in that wide receiving core, but he's a guy that could fit in in the slot, and he has game-breaking speed and open field ability that could make him an interesting fit in this Air Raid offense. Then we move on to three star offensive tackle, Asim Richards from Haverford High School in Haverford, PA. This is a guy that can play either side of the ball, but they are expected to put him on the offensive side of the ball at offensive tackle, where he played just one season, and that was this past year at Haverford School. One wonders whether or not he will be able to build on the upside that he has showed, and that will be up to offensive line coach Stacy Searles, who apparently. Apparently, he got a quick relationship with and is now going to be coached by at Carolina. Now, he did play the defensive side of the ball, as we mentioned, finished with 133 total tackles, 31 tackles for loss, 13 sacks three force fumbles, and three fumble recoveries. Keep an eye on him to be one of those projects that could pan out down the line. Meanwhile, we move on to three-star strong side defensive end Tamari Fox. And if that last name sounds familiar, it should because Tamon Fox is the brother of this up-and-coming young player. Collins Hill High School is where he went in Sewanee, Georgia. That was the school on the other side of town from North Gwinnett High School, which produced current Tar Heel quarterback Cade Fortin and 2020 commit Josh Downs. But Fox is a guy that played for the other school and finished with 116 total tackles in his career, 19 tackles for loss, 11 sacks, 16 hurries, two forced fumbles, and a fumble recovery. Fox reminds you a little bit of his brother when you throw on the film, but doesn't seem quite as polished as Timon did when he came to campus and, of course, had an impact in his true freshman season. Tamari will focus on adding weight in the offseason, but don't be shocked if he sees some early action due to the limited depth that the Heels have on the defensive side of the football. That was addressed during this class, but Tamari might be one of the young guys that's able to get on the field early. Now we move back to the offensive side of the ball and turn to three-star tight end Kamari Morales at a Lincoln High School in Tallahassee, Florida. One of the more underrated tight ends in this class. Morales will be questioned a bit by some for his size, but has the ability to be a good all-around tight end and possibly make the impact felt early in his career. With the tight end position being thin on experience depth, there's a chance that Kamari could come in and make an impact, although he'll have to wait until fall to be able to try to fight against some of the Tar Heels' less experienced tight ends, as he was not an early enrollee with the heels despite signing early. We move on to the defensive side of the football once again. And this is where we start getting into some of the raw prospects. You go to three-star strong side defensive end Kevin Hester at a North Cobb High School in Kennesaw, Georgia. A guy that played just one year of high school football and is a basketball star at North Cobb High School. This is one that Mac Brown really likes, though. They got on him late in the process and they really jumped on him before the early signing period. He was an early signee, so late in the early signing process, the Tar Heels found his tape. It was recommended by the head coach at North Cobb High School, someone that Mac Brown really respects. And he is a guy that, you know, Mac Brown is a guy that loves those basketball guys. And he said that this was a perfect fit. He loves his size. He's got some athleticism on him. But again, it's going to be another project. And we'll see if Tim Cross and Mac Brown are able to work wonders with this young up and coming football player. Meanwhile, you turn to the three-star cornerback Storm Duck at a Boiling Springs high school in Boiling Springs, South Carolina. Not one of the highly rated corners in the 2018 class, but one of those under-the-radar guys that really has a fantastic name when you look at it. Storm Duck is the best name ever. I think, in this entire class, although some will make different arguments. His ability on the field is pretty good as well, as he is a good man coverage corner and will get a chance to play early if he can learn Jay Bateman's defense very quickly. He has 4-4-1 speed on the outside, so his ability to keep with speedy, outside receivers should not be much of a problem. Now we move back to the offensive side of the football and we turn to three-star offensive tackle Wyatt Tanall out of Chester High School in Chester, South Carolina. This is a guy that was an early enrollee and came from a Chester High School team that won the 2018 state championship. He started 19 games in his career have finished with 48 pancake blocks and he's another guy that is seen as a little bit of a work in progress but they really love his size and his athleticism to be able to get out on the edge and be able to block for some of the screen plays that are so crucial in any aspect of offense in today's game but especially when it comes to the air raid offense he will be making the conversion over from a run heavy offense to a pass heavy offense so there will be a little bit of a learning curve for For this early enrollee, getting on campus early, though, should definitely help him, although it doesn't seem like he will make much of an early impact barring something unforeseen. We move to three-star strong-side defensive end Raymond Voasick from the College of DuPage in Glen Ellyn, Illinois. This is the only JUCO in the class for North Carolina, and Voasick brings the junior college experience with him, but that came on just one year and came after he took a year off in between junior college and high school his speed and quickness off the line are what makes him an exciting commit and he fits the 3-4 defensive end position that the heels are looking to fill this year now the question is will there be enough experience there at the juco level and will he be a guy that has enough talent to break himself in to that to that rotation at defensive end if not he'll help provide depth at a position that still isn't really all that deep Despite all of the guys at the heel sign in this class, we move to another strong side defensive end, and that's Christian Varner from Hiram High School in Hiram, Georgia. Varner is one of the few that will not, that, that, is, is one of the group that was not able to early enroll and current tim cross wants varner to add weight in his first year on campus while it may take some time for him to get on the field his technique and quickness off the ball is one of the things that headlines what is so great about him and gives people a lot of hope around this young prospect We move back to the offensive side of the ball to three-star wide receiver Justin Olsen from North Mecklenburg High School in Huntersville, North Carolina. This is a guy that jumped on the radar late, especially after he committed to Carolina 24-7 sports, had not rated him before that, and moved him as far up as the 123rd rated wide receiver in the class. Olsen will have his work cut out for him as he is a smaller wide receiver, but if he can put on a little weight, he does have the ability to catch just about anything that's thrown in his vicinity. He also has some return ability, and that could be the one area where he can get himself on the field early when he's at Carolina. Another guy that's in the 2018 class that was a little bit less talked about than some of the other guys is three-star cornerback, Obi Egbuna from Charlotte Christian High School in Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, this is a guy that was rated as the 183rd cornerback in the 2019 class. Before his career, he finished with 125 total tackles, four tackles for loss, two sacks, a forced fumble, five fumble recoveries, but more importantly, 14 interceptions and 28 pass deflections. Mac Brown has said it. When it comes to playing the defensive side of the ball, the best thing that that you can do is force turnovers, and that's exactly what this young man does. This was one of the guys that Dre Bly pounded the table for early on in his tenure at Carolina and was actually the first recruit that committed to Dre Bly as the cornerbacks coach at Carolina. Now Igbuna will see if he can get himself on a little bit of early playing time and sneak up on some people. But we'll see whether or not there is some room for him at a cornerback position that is still a little bit thin, but at the same time, boasts some really talented guys. We move to two-star punter Ben Kernan, who is one of the best punters in the state of North Carolina. At a Wakefield high school in Raleigh, North Carolina. He was rated as the number 14 punter in the 2019 class by 24 7 Sports, but is also a guy that has gone to some camps and tore it up. Kernan, in his career, had 39 punts for 45.8 yards average and tw- down 23 punts inside of the 20-yard line. If he could come to Carolina and have the same impact, he may be able to get on the field early with Hunter Lent leaving, uh, leaving due to graduation and a battle raging between Mike Seltzer and and Mats Matt, uh, Pakella, as well as Noah Ruggles, who is expected to handle the kicking duties, having Ben Kernan to take some pressure off of Ruggles could definitely help the Tar Heels. guy that could have an early impact as well is two-star long snapper Drew Little from North Stanley High School in New London, North Carolina. Rated as the number nine long snapper according to 24-7 Sports, he was actually rated the number one long snapper in the country by Rubio's Long Snapping, which is one of the prime places to get ratings for long snappers. With Bolt, the punting long snapper and kicking long snapper, and Tommy Bancroft and Kyle Murphy heading to the next level, it looks like Drew Little could be the guy in place for North Carolina this next season, so expect his name to be called often. And he's also a guy that played linebacker at the high school level and was very, very successful in all conference selection. So if the Tar Heels were to need him, you never know if he could slide in. Now, the Heels did have some walk-ons that have signed with them for to this point. Uh, Unranked inside linebacker Parks Cochran from IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida, was actually one of the early enrollees. Meanwhile, unrated athlete Donovan Brewington from Southview High School in Hope Mills High School, the same high school as... Emory Simmons, that was his high school quarterback. Brewington will come in as an athlete to Carolina as a preferred walk-on. Meanwhile, you have the unranked wide receiver Jeffrey Saturday from Hebron Christian in Dakula, Georgia. He was coached by his dad, former North Carolina Tar Heels offensive center. Jeff Saturday, and you also have a kicker being brought in with Freeman Jones moving on to due to graduation. That means that Noah Ruggles will be the guy that will be expected to take over that position, but they are bringing in other guys to make it a little bit of a competition. Unranked kicker Jonathan Kim from Massaponics. High school in Fredericksburg, Virginia, will be the guy that will challenge him. So that is the 2019 class for the North Carolina Tar Heels. We just gave you a little bit of a breakdown for the class that finished 32nd overall, according to 24/7 Sports, and sixth in the ACC. Now, as we mentioned, the 2020 class is off to a flying start. For more information on the 2020 class and everything that's going on around the two uh, around the North Carolina Tar Heels, make sure that you head to www.heeltoughblog.com. That's www.heeltoughblog.com. And they'll have you updated on everything that's going on. So that's going to do it for this edition of the Heel Tough Blog Podcast. I want to encourage you guys to subscribe to the podcast on Spreaker, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com, TuneIn.com, or the TuneIn app. You can check out the blog, as I told you. Also encourage you to check out the sister blog and sister podcast of the Heal Tough Blog podcast. We cover football here. The Roy's Boys blog and Roy's Boys podcast covers the basketball team as they head into March. It's going to be a great sprint to the finish and includes two fantastic matchups against Duke. So keep an eye on both the blog and podcast for more information on those great games and March coming up for the Tar Heels. So, I want to thank you guys for listening, and as always, go Tar Heels! (laughs)